0: Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Alison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. I'm Allison Klein. Today we're coming to you live from the Intel AI Day in San Francisco, and I'm delighted to be joined by Gail Shepard, General Manager for Saffron Cognitive Systems at Intel. Welcome, Gail. Hi,
1: Allison. Thank you.
0: So, Gail, I've been hearing a About Saffron, and I'm excited to have you on the show today. Why don't we just start with an introduction on your history at Saffron and the integration into the broader Intel umbrella?
1: Terrific. So, I met the founders of Saffron in 2004 in Raleigh, North Carolina and engaged with them immediately. I just left the enterprise software industry and was looking for the next new thing to mm-hmm. work in, to invest in. So I spent a fair amount of time with Manny Aparicio and Jim Fleming, who are our co-founders and are actively engaged in the business, of course, today, and decided to engage with them on a very important project, which was the IED defeat program in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And so we would apply the technology, the platform that was built at that particular point in time to solve the problem of connecting the dots across very disparate, heterogeneous data to find patterns to predict where people were going to be so that we could, in fact, break down the supply chains that were supplying the parts to the bombs that were exploding in wartime during that period of time. So that was my first engagement with Saffron. It was very exciting. We were very successful in helping that program. So from there, Manny, Jim, and I would spend another 10 years really evolving the platform into what would be the third generation, which is when we met Intel. In 2013, I became the CEO of the company as we began to commercialize it and take it forward to a more aggressive growth strategy. Uh We met ICAP, Intel Capital, and worked very closely with them and a gentleman named Bruce Horn, who is an Intel Fellow here, and an investment was made in Saffron by ICAP in the early 2014 timeframe. We were acquired in October of 2015 after doing several projects inside Intel to help with issues and defects, resolution and post-silicon validation. Uh, also did a prototype for a distributed intelligence platform, so moving from the enterprise to the edge. And so we did a lot of projects inside Intel to prove out the technology and then were acquired. And since that period of time, we've been inside the new technologies group, starting first in the new devices group, where we were incubated for the first nine months. And then most recently moved up to Josh Walden and part of the new technologies group staff team, where we continue to grow and expand the business.
0: Artificial intelligence is one of the hottest topics in technology today and And obviously, Saffron is delivering AI capabilities. Put them in contrast with the broader pantheon of AI technologies, if you want to think about them that way so that we can understand where Saffron fits and where it's delivering the most value.
1: So Saffron really sits in the area of of reasoning systems. So if we think about machine learning and deep learning, deep learning being an important subset of machine learning, they are, I think of them actually as more left brain. They're very logical. They use models. They sort of a priori in terms of understanding what they're looking for and what they want the goals or objectives to be at the end. Um, on the other side of that is a reasoning system, which is really more, perhaps we could say, right brain, more multidimensional, right? So it's more creative and more observatory or experience-based. And so in this particular case, uh, Saffron is playing an important role of learning from all types of systems, right? All types of data, heterogeneous data, as well as different learning methodologies, where there's a more traditional machine learning approach or a deep learning approach or other methods that haven't been invented yet we anticipate we will learn from in the mm-hmm. future, right? So, our role is to not only learn, we have our own form of machine learning called associative learning, is to unify all types of learning, all types of data, but is to take that now and represent it as knowledge. Intelligence exists because we have memory, right, and memory or knowledge representation is the fabric in which we reason every day mm-hmm. as humans. And so we've created a version of that, a machine version of that knowledge base that persists over time, that has identified connection patterns, if you will, between people, places, events, outcomes, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And quickly allows us to reason by association or by similarity in order to understand the world around us as well as to anticipate the future. And so that's the conceptual foundation of what we do. We apply that to solve many problems in industry.
0: Obviously, you've been through a major evolution from 2004 to today, 12 years history. Tell me about how Saffron technology has evolved during that time. What are the key capabilities that you've been able to bring online most recently And where do you see that evolving moving forward?
1: Well, first would be scale and performance. This is a very disruptive, very different technology. So applying it to a variety of problems, which I did with Manny and Jim during that 10, Mm -hmm. 11-year tenure, right? So we went across industry. We went into aerospace. We were in defense. We went into healthcare, genomics, (laughs) the nuclear power industry, a variety of industries to prove out the technology's capabilities and also to learn how our technology would respond to these different data types. So we did that, and through those learnings, we would, of course, improve the capability of the fundamentals, right, the reasoning methodologies, Mm -hmm. the algorithms we use, as well as continue to scale up performance. With that, we would also then add advanced functions. So one of the things we do in our knowledge representation is we are a semantic and a statistical store. We have the semantic connections of associations from the data, but we also count the frequency of those associations. Mm -hmm. And in context, it gives us relevance. But that's not enough. We need a closeness. In a context of a given outcome or situation, we also need to understand you know, how close something is together. An example would be if you Google cowboy, you're going to see a high association with movie. But when you look at cowboy saddle and movie, you'll see that saddle and cowboy are much more closely associated mm-hmm. than movie is, right? right? And so there's a simple example of understanding that frequency counts aren't necessarily the answer. And so we added more advanced functions such as that in order to get more precision in our prediction. So our customers today, when we look across our use cases, one of the things we're able to deliver to them is rough order magnitude improvements in terms of predictive accuracy. And in their case, they would claim that to be unprecedented accuracy in terms of what they're seeing in the outcomes.
0: Now, today, obviously, you're engaged with multiple industries in driving saffron technology adoption. Where are the areas that you're most excited in terms of the application that you can share today? And what would you see as the key thing for the next generation of saffron advancement?
1: Okay, that's hard. Every day I wake up pretty excited about this question. So today, probably one of the core areas we're very much focused on right now solving is in financial crimes. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting and important because uh, people who commit these crimes are very sophisticated in their use of technology and moving a lot faster than the organizations are able to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. And it's because the traditional methods are model-based or rule-based, right? So they have to find new ways of learning in real time about patterns of fraud or money laundering. So we're helping do that. And this is a significant contribution because all of us pay a high cost for those crimes right. in, in terms of our transactions. Uh, so that's exciting. I think probably, those. We look into the future, the thing I'm most excited about every day is the ability to take this technology and apply it to true personalized intelligent agents. And this is going to be a big part, I think, of where you see our applications involved Where those applications, are enterprise worker focused mm-hmm. applications or where they be working with partners to deliver applications that are more consumer oriented. But every day, I expect that we will have a major impact on the way people get their work done, do their jobs, as well as the way we just navigate through life on a daily basis. So that's our aspiration for Saffron and where I think I and the team would like to continue to pursue as part of Intel.
0: Well, Gail, fascinating stuff. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk to us today. One final question for you. If folks want to find out more information about Saffron Technology, where would
1: you send them on the web? Right now, we would go to www.saffrontech.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.